Shut up and sit down. Needless to say, I had to throw those underwear. We can't say twat more than ten times. Twat, 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 twat. Go to hell. And you get to be the dictator. You get to be a dictator. You get a dictator. Yeah, that I fucking know you do. I know you egg do. sucking piece of shit. No, or when you're interrupting, you bastard. Wow. We're gonna fight. We are gonna fight. To I mean, if you think shooting tears. a cat is violence, and my it... last podcast with Critical Mass. <laughs> what, what do you think, Dan? Do we have a good time? No. Hey everyone, welcome to Critical Mass. Good morrow. Good morrow. Good morrow to you. Um, for those of you that know us, know our circle of friends, know uh, the people we know and love, etc., 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 we were supposed to have a guest today. Yes, we were. Uh, we had a, a guest scheduled. Not just a guest, easily considered our number one fan. Not only that, uh, and definitely Dan is right. Our number, mm-hmm. our number one fan, um, a friend that I, I grew up with for, uh, well, a friend I grew up with. I don't know, <laughs> almost twenty years. Yeah. Um, and uh, definitely a best friend. Um, his name is Rob Grasta, and he passed away this past week. And we had him scheduled to be on our show. To have fun, be funny, and talk about addiction and recovery because of the journey that he had and the, the battles that he that he fought. He fought. And he fought them valiantly and he fought them over and over and over again. And he fought them not only for himself, but for his family and for his friends, of whom he wanted nothing more than to be loyal to. So... I know something that Rob would have wanted. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we are going to talk about him today. We'll get into that later. Um, but he would have wanted our show to go on. <laughs> yes. He would have wanted it uh, to be fun and funny and free. So with that being said, Dan Vocab, let's go. Let's get right into the show. Vocab. <clears throat> well, talk about a transition here. Uh, I've got a vocab here I stumbled upon, and I, and I won't say where. Oh, boy. Uh but it is bukake. B- bukake, yeah. yes. Bukake. Yes. What yes. is that? Bukake is uh, defined actually in historical texts. Oh. Um, it is actually <laughs> a historical text. Uh, it's an ancient Japanese, uh, I believe it's a sword. Oh, I thought it was a like a, a baking product. No, it's a it's a, it's a it's an old. You know what? The baking product might be named after this Japanese sword. Ah, that makes sense. That was used to free the Japanese from the rule of, I believe it was the Irish when the Irish wow. invaded Japan. Wow. See, folks, on this show, you're getting soulful remorse, actual heartbreaking content along with absolute joy and hysterity. Of course, and, of and, course, and not to mention true facts. Absolutely, and that is a fact uh, that I read in a book um, about the Irish invasion of Japan and right. the sword of Bukaki. The sword of Bukaki that saved them, yeah. saved them all, and now they're uh, they're a very peaceful people yeah. now. Should we look that up right now? Um, we could, but that would be wasting our time okay. because I know everything. Fair, fair enough. I have a vocab word for you. Well, I am a wealth of knowledge. All right, ready? Yes. Cunsicle. A cunsicle. Cunsicle. Uh, are you sure you're reading that correctly? 
Let me read it one more time. Could you spell it for me? C U N T. That's the goal. C I C L E. Consicle. Consicle. Oh, I think I know what that is, too. That's another Japanese thing. Is it? Yes. That is actually a bicycle uh, That's where the, there's no seat uh, okay. per se. Yep. And there's actually just a sex toy where the seat would be. <laughs> I wish I wasn't drinking coffee when you said that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it gets a little weird. That's, yeah. I mean, it sounds like sounds like something... That I would enjoy. The I Japanese mean. youth, it's a huge thing for them. They're, so. It's a very strange. Well, I guess it's all all Japanese all day on um, critical mass. Yeah. Very good. So I think this podcast is turning Japanese. I think I'm turning Japanese. Anyways. I really think so. So. Rob. Where do you start? Where do we start? Where well, let's start? let's give a little history. So, Rob, like you said, was going to come on and talk about his addiction problems. Well, um, let's. I don't want to say his. I want to say because uh, I want to his battle, his struggle. Sure. I mean, yeah. Was it a problem? Absolutely. Well, of course it was. But he was making. He was taking steps. Of course, and he had turned the page, uh, and he wanted to talk to us about it and kind yeah. of educate everybody and and give resources, etc. Yep. He had a lot of resources that yeah. he wanted to uh, talk about here for people because. Uh, so okay, so the past. So I we lost touch. Correct. Um, for many reasons, many difficult reasons. Um, maybe. Maybe my maybe my reasons weren't as difficult as other people. Like sure. I can't imagine relationships being strained with other friends, other family. I don't know. I can't speak on that because I I don't know, and it's none of my business. You were, if I could assume, just on the outside cusp of that inner circle. He had an inner circle of close family and friends that were like really, really, really close with him at the time. And I, I would I would see you as more of a just on that cusp of like, hey man, I'm right here if you need me. But yes yeah. and no, I was I kind of, I I would think I kind of jumped on in, either right, side, right back and forth. Yeah. Um, just we lived together, you know, we lived together in three different locations. We lived together at 105. Yep. We lived together at the beach house. Yep. And we lived together at Greenleaf. Yes. And if there's one there's one person, I mean obviously besides his own family, yeah. that knows about living with Rob. <laughs> I know. I mean you lived with him in two places. Yeah. 105 and Greenleaf yeah. yourself. You were his roommate. Yeah. Yeah. But what was I saying? Uh, you know, we lo- okay, so that's what I was saying. So about the show him coming on. So we lost touch for maybe like a year, a little more than a year. You know, he was I think you said it like before the show, he was building his own life through recovery. Yeah. Um, and his ups and his downs and his hills and his valleys. And on my side, I, I was going through my stuff with my kid and, you know, building my life. And I feel part of me feels regret because before we split in terms of speaking to one another, you know, he reached out. And like I flat out told him that I I kind of I couldn't I couldn't keep this I couldn't keep this up 
with his ups and his downs and his these issues. And, like, I had to think about my daughter. I had to think about my kid. I had to think about what I had going on. I was trying to find a place to live. You know, I was trying to do what I needed to do for custody. I'm not going to sit here and talk about me. That's not what this is about. The fact of the matter is, is this is what happened. Well, no, but to be fair, I think you yourself were going through some things of your own, and it wasn't necessarily as dramatic. The hills and the valleys were not as big. Yeah. But still, you had your own challenges. Correct. So to, to have someone like Rob who was experiencing really high highs and really low lows be a part of your day-to-day life could have been really, really catastrophic for you. Correct. Yeah. And honestly, I hate saying these words. Of course. And it sounds negative, but the truth is, is that we all have to deal with these from time to time. I didn't trust him at the time. Yeah. I, 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 did, I, I felt like I couldn't, and I, I trusted him with my life. Of course. For, since I was a child. I trusted him with my life after meeting him for like 10 minutes. <laughs> exactly. He was that type of guy. Yes. That you, you talked to him and you were just like, oh. Oh, this guy's got my back. This dude is going to, yeah. All of a sudden. We, that's we're, great. We're friends now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, do we just become best friends? Yes. Like, that's the type of guy he was. Absolutely. He was. Yeah. Um, and then he let other things take over. Um, so... Uh, it's not all just the sad, like that's not the point I'm making. So the point I'm making is a few months ago, obviously, uh, you know, we started the show. We started our show. Um, I got on the FB for the first time in like 10 years. That was like six months ago, but yeah, go ahead. Okay. Like six. Okay. Six months Crazy. ago. Crazy. Yeah. Wow. Six months ago. So anyway, he finds me on there. He finds our show on there and he's like, Hey man, haven't talked to you in a while. You know, this is what's going on in my life. Right. Things are getting better. And, dude, we started talking every day, he and I. Yeah. Every single day. And I was so happy because, like, I had my friend. Like, he was him. He wasn't him who was calling me, slurring his speech, asking me to sleep at my house for a night. And I had to be like, dude, what is going on? It was him. It was the him that was the funny him, the smart him, the the witty him. The real, the person we all knew from the beginning of our friendship with him. And I was super excited. And he wanted to be on this show. And the thing he spoke about that was, I think, the best, and I want everyone to know, mm-hmm. is that he said he was able to get through what he was going through now by helping others. That were in his situation, that are in his situation. That's cool. And that's what he was saying was, I'm doing these workshops or whatever it was now where he was like, I get to talk to people and tell them my story and tell them what I've got going on um, and what I had going on and what I've done, the steps I've taken to better myself. And I was like, dude, that's so great. That's so refreshing to hear. I love that. And um, he wanted to be on the show. Yeah. And he wanted to, his main concern, I have his notes here, which we're going to go over later. Yeah. And a lot of his notes are, talk about recovery, pitch this place, talk about this place, um, this recovery center that he, like, loved. I got the name of it, oh, it's over here, we'll talk mm-hmm. about it. But I found this, like, this honor and this bravery in him wanting to come on this show. And I said to him, remember, I, I told, I said to him, I said, this is going to be some personal shit for you 
what's off the table? What don't you want to talk about? When you come on the show, what don't you want to talk about? He said, I don't, nothing's off the table. Right. Ask me anything you want to, because I'm here to be honest. Because he knows two people listen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right? Because he knows we have two fans. He has nothing to worry about. One of which would have been in the studio. Exactly. No, um, but I I honestly felt that there was a bravery and an honor in him saying, you know what? I'm done running. Yeah. Not that he, not to say that he was running, but I'm just saying I'm done with the excuses. I'm done with, I want to talk about, I want to talk about everything. Yeah. And then he died. Yeah, and that's that's it's like awful and sort of shocking, but at the same time, it's it's something that you you have to play over in your head when one of your friends is an addict. Was right, but if let's say you know for those listening, if you have a friend who's an addict, you have to say to yourself, it, it you never stop being an addict. Yeah, that's yeah. You know, just like the Hulk never truly suppresses his anger. He just learns how to control it. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, and that's, that's what he talked a lot to me about was like, I had, I had to learn control. Yeah. And he was very proud of himself and he was very upbeat. He was very upbeat. It was him again. I I don't know. I don't know how else to put it. I mean, I talked to, um, you know, his sister who had stated that, you know, he he had really been clean for a while now. Yeah, clean for a while now. Uh, really turned a corner in his life. He he hit a really low low. We won't go into the details, but he hit a very low to a point where we possibly thought we had lost him, and yeah. and and that was the turning point. And unfortunately, I think that there's a lot of people in the world that just. They need to hit some point oh, where yeah. they go. Oh, he's not alone. It's, it's this. It's this or nothing else. Exactly. And for him, he had that moment and turned his life around. And it didn't. It wasn't a month or two. It it really was a long time yeah. for him. But yeah, he, yeah. He got his. To be blunt, he got his shit straight. Yeah, and, he did. He did. Uh, because of the fact that he was recovering. We couldn't necessarily be like, dude, come to the bar and drink with us. Exactly. Yeah, you can't you do know? that anymore. So I think that that, that hurt a little bit because it was like, uh, you know, we have to sort of keep him at a distance. And to some extent, he had to keep us at a distance, yes, too. Yes, yes. Which was um, very hurtful. But right. No one's fault. It's I don't no want anyone fault. to think like, That's right. oh, my God, him, Rob, he would have, like, this is all his. No, not at all. No, 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 no. It's, it's hurtful. It just but wouldn't have been a healthy environment no, to him being exactly. in. exactly. Right. So I think when you talk about losing a friend like that at a moment when it was like the, the two of you were really starting to just begin to form a new relationship again. Exactly. That's absolutely awful. And it hurt. I, I mean, I, I actually remember meeting him in sixth grade at Athena. Of course. I actually remember that. I remember when he, Went so he left Athena to go to Aquinas. Being in sixth grade, by the way, is like being in Vietnam. Oh my god! Emotionally, yeah. yeah. Oh, and he wasn't nice to me. Like I'm not saying he was. He was not. <laughs> so he was a Viet Cong in sixth grade. Yeah, he was not friendly to me. Wow. Um, but you know, I think year years go by. I mean, we were young. Yeah. You know, look, I had a I had tie dye Star Wars shirts. I wouldn't have been nice to me either. Yeah. I would have been terribly... I'm still making fun of you. Still. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt again right now. <laughs> I have one for every day of the week, but um, and more. I'm sure. Um, But, 
So, <laughs> in, I want to hear the story. How did you meet in sixth grade? So I, I still we were in the cafeteria. Okay. The sixth grade cafeteria, which and I'm picturing you sitting by yourself and crying. No, I was kind of in a corner and there was a couple of people that I talked to, but it was like, like the, like the, um, what's it called? The, what do you want to call it? The derelict, the derelict, derelict? the derelict so, wait, people. But now I'm picturing uh, the camera zooming out and you're actually in a mental institution. Well, that's what our cafeteria looked like. At okay. Athena and, I, <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I remember I had a tape deck. Yeah. With a mixtape I had made. Yeah. Now the tape that I had made, I see. So my uh, my parents just got divorced, and we I had we had to. It was a good time for everybody. It was everybody. a great time for everyone. <laughs> so we moved we moved to Greece uh, because we're poor. Yeah. And I couldn't go to private school anymore. I had to go to uh, public school because right. we were poor. Yeah. And I went. You know, we moved to Greece. Because as you know, poor people go to public school. Of course, exactly. Yeah. So I go to public school, <laughs> and um, you know, I I didn't know anyone. I like I literally knew no one. Yeah. And I'm sitting in the cafeteria and I got this tape deck and I had and the mixtape I made was actually like recordings from the um from the radio. So like if a radio song would start coming, I would just like press. Right. Record. We've all done it. Yeah. Um, and this is, by the way, CDs had been out. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you couldn't make your own CD yet. That was the thing. Exactly. Well, also, I couldn't afford to have a CD player. So <laughs> right, had, right. Uh, tapes. So I'm sitting there and I'm listening. I got and I got those like old school metal like earphones. The oh, ones yeah. that like, you know, you give you give you a good haircut when you put them on sometimes. Yes. And I, you know, I got them and they got the little things and they always, the, the earpieces are always falling foam. off. Yeah. The phone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're always falling off and I have them on and I'm like in there and I'm like listening to music and shit. And I don't even remember what song I'm listening to. I become so numb. Oh my God. That song, that song came out. I was in high school. Okay. Um, but this was, you know, middle school, sixth grade. <laughs> it might've, this might this was sixth grade or seventh grade. It doesn't matter. The, yeah. the story's still the story. I'm I'm listening to a fucking tape deck with 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 headphones, and here comes Rob. What is that? <laughs> it's a uh, tape. It's tape. It's a tape. What? Do you don't have a CD? No. Well, that's stupid. You look, it looks stupid. Just angry stuff. Just, <laughs> and I just looked at him and I didn't know. And I was You're like, like oh, I'm sorry. I Little did I know this man would end up being like literally one of my best friends. That's crazy. And I'm just like, I'm looking at him. I'm like, is he going to kill me? Like, I don't yeah. know. I was a little mousy, little squirrely guy. And, um, you know, sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you know, we, we, we just developed a friendship. I don't know out of what. Um, but we just did. And then he left for Aquinas and that was it. That was all she wrote. And I didn't really think much of it. Um, but I was friends with Lance and I was friends with, with Rick. I was friends with, you know, Aquinas people. Yeah. And, um, I was talking to Lance one day and Lance was like, yeah, uh, I'm hanging out with my buddy Rob tonight from school. Yeah. I was like, oh, cool. He goes, yeah, Rob. Um, he went to Athena. I was like, oh, really? He goes, yeah, Rob, uh, God, he's. Oh yeah, Grasta. Your last names are like exactly the same. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like, I haven't seen him in a long time. And he goes, right. "Yeah, we're all going out tonight. You want to go come hang out?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So we, I come hang out, and that was it. That's I mean, that was that's all she wrote. Uh, yeah, and then we were just all of us that we just rolled together all the time. Me, Lance, Rob, Fred. Um, I mean, you all, all of us. And we just always hung out. We were in, you know, I was the first one to get my driver's license in a car. So obviously everyone was in my car. 
So I was like, I'm picking up Rob. I remember, I remember when Rob got his license and, you know, going to his parents' house and picking Rob up or, you know, having all our cars parked at Rob's parents' house because we were having a sleepover, you know, but we were like 16, 17, you know, and and just having a good time. And I remember one night, like someone tried to, like Lance's car alarm went off. We're like, oh my God, someone's trying to break into Lance's car. We're like looking through the windows, like, oh shit. Um, you know, and back when drinking Smirnoff ice was like a cool thing. It was acceptable. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like, dude, I got, I got all these Smirnoffs. And it's like, yes, yes. We're yes. so manly right we're now. We're so cool. Oh, dude. Cheering each other, yeah. you know, like stuff you wouldn't tell anyone now, which I'm telling the world now. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I mean, these are my first memories of, of Rob, you know, and, and, uh, I think, and I'd like to I'd like you to to, you know, share some of some of your first memories of him as well. But to kind of conclude what I'm saying, what I'm thinking is, you know, when everyone found out I was going to have a child. Yeah. I don't want to get into the details, but I'll say that it it was it was a scary thing. Still is, I'm sure. <laughs> based on the circumstances. Um, and I told Rob, mm-hmm. he was one of the people I was afraid to tell, to be honest with you. Well, because maybe because he was so openly honest with all the time, time. especially with me. from day one told you how he felt about you. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> if there was anyone Rob was honest with, it's definitely you. <laughs> it was me. At least honest with you about you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There was never like, it's because you're a dick. Like, you know, I'd be he, like, ne- oh. he never sugarcoated anything for you. No, never. Never. Yeah. And uh, I told him and he looked, he was one of the, there was a very few, a very small group of folks. Yeah. And uh, he was one of them because most people were like, oh, dude, what are you going to do? Rob looked at me and he smiled and he said, Hey man, see it as a positive. Congratulations. You're going to figure it out. Yeah. And to say that him saying that meant the world to me because of how brutally, (laughs) brutally honest he's always been to me. Of course. For him to say that, that was, uh, that, that was very, very important. And I keep thinking about that in this time. I keep thinking about that moment in this time. I purposely set this up for my daughter to be here outside the recording studio today so Rob could finally meet her. It was so important to me for him to finally meet her because he was there for me when I was going through everything that went on. Yeah. All of the shit that I was in. It was like an emotional car accident you were just in. Being told that kind of news, what was unfolding in your life at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And and he was there, you know. He would let's go get some beers and let's talk about it. Let's go let's go meet here and let's talk about it. That was him to me. Yeah. So when he comes back into my life over the past over the course of a few months and we're talking every day, all all he he would say, I want to meet your daughter. He'd ask me for pictures to send him pictures of her. And I did. And he's like, oh, my God, I want to meet her. And I was like, dude, you will on Sunday. I'm going to have her here um, outside the recording studio. She can you know, you, you could chat with her for a little bit. She's 
rambunctious and she's got a full vocabulary and she's hysterical and mm-hmm. you you'll love her and he was very excited about that and so was I so I'm not sure if it is about the him being on the show to be honest and to discuss stuff and that we had plans or it was that he was finally going to meet my daughter that is literally f- like fucking me like I'm fucked up inside right now and this isn't about me this whole situation is not about me yeah, I mean, you you were on the outside watching a, a beautiful moment about to take place, and you were looking forward to it because of, of what had happened in the past, and, and now it can't happen. Yeah. Um, and that's, I think, really the true tragedy of losing a friend is is not seeing those beautiful moments in life take place anymore. Exactly. Exactly. That's the real loss. And there were so many great moments that we had as friends. Yeah. This high, the the senior prank um, that mm-hmm. we or helped orchestrate together, right? With obviously with other people, it wasn't like it was just our idea, but we helped them. Um, you know, him playing guitar for the entire senior class as we marched through the hallways with me running backwards with a video camera. That was fun. Everyone's like, "Where's Rocco in this?" Oh, he's the one holding the camera, yeah. not well. Um, you know, and then to those moments go away. And then yep. they're about to start again, and they 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 don't. I mean, and you know, again, just to go back to this isn't about me. I can't imagine what his family's going through. I I can I can I could say, oh, I understand what they're going through. That would be a lie. Yeah, you don't. like I don't. I have no idea. But you know, this is fuck, man. I don't. I mean, I don't fucking know what else to say. I. I mean, what about, like, you know, what are your first memories of Rob or your, you know, I've got stories we'll share later. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, if we want to take a break, we can come back and, and get into some really fun stories about him. All right, yeah, I mean, I'm, do that. I'm done for that. Let's get to uh, some sponsors. Yeah. And then uh, we'll be back. Thanks, everyone. If you're looking for a refinishing, a ceiling, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. All right, everybody, we're back. and we're uh, back. Wow, that was a really long run. I thought we were just going to go for a jog. We ended up doing a five-mile run. Yeah, we ran five miles, and now we're back. The magic of podcasts, you know, you could just pause it and do whatever you want. I mean, they don't know. That could have been days later. <laughs> exactly. We could be we could be recording. I this. could have gone on vacation and come back. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's let's talk about the time I met Rob for the very first time. Yes, because you can't meet someone more than once. I don't think. Technically. I don't think so. No. We had a house, uh, a townhouse that we were renting. One oh five. One oh five. Oh, what memories! Which changed a lot of people's lives <laughs> yeah let's see you got married out of that place jay got married out of that place well jay definitely did i didn't meet my wife there no no you didn't meet her there but <laughs> yeah we partied a lot <laughs> yeah but nothing nothing uh, nothing bad happened nothing adultery happened there. Nothing, no i don't think you... between her and i i mean oh okay yeah well, not maybe, even close i guess i'm okay uh well, One of her friends, though. Hello! <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, so 105. So so you invite Rob over to the house. I've never met him. Yeah, you and I, You and I are living together, mm-hmm. and we're sleeping and hugging and cuddling together. Of course, yeah. And you say, hey, let's throw a party, because you were in a very dark point in your life. Yeah, I was. And uh, you were partying a lot. So Rob had come over, and I had just met him, and we were throwing a, a relatively big party. Yeah, that was fun. And something had transpired where something was stolen of ours, or people had just like drank a bunch of our beer and then left. Yeah, something. And you told Rob, you're like, dude, these people just fucking did this to our house. Yeah, I said house. it in passing. I was yeah. I was pissed, but you know, yeah. he was one of my best friends at the time. So I was yeah. like, dude, what this just fucking happened. Like you were not tattletaling, you were just saying it like yeah. And he ran outside. Oh my god. Saw them getting into their car and as the car pulled out and started to drive away, he lowered his shoulder. <laughs> Like a linebacker yeah. and smashed into the side of their car. Yeah, with his startling f- them. Oh, scared the! Sh- you should have seen their faces. And they stopped and got out of the car, and they were like, "What the hell?" And then he started yelling at them, right? Yeah, he he was like, "Whatever you did." Yeah, and I'm just like, I've never met this guy before, and he's like defending our house. Yeah, yeah, that's well, that's the type of guy he was. It's crazy. He tackled. He open field tackled a moving vehicle. <laughs> a moving- <laughs> <laughs> and it in was, our name, it exactly. was so great. And I don't. And I'll be honest with you, I don't even think he was like. No, he wasn't on drugs or drinking. No, or, he, he was, was like a half hour into the night. Yeah, <laughs> it was early in the night. And but the, I'm, I guess the point I'm making is that's just how he was. We were all drunk. I and you know what? I didn't even think about this. There was another night. Um, and this was shortly after that because there were a lot of parties. <laughs> there were 105 um, was party central. Where that garage? Some oh. of my YMCA coworkers I tried to get to come over to the house. Yeah, were there. Rob showed up early. No one else was there but me and him. Yep, him and I. And we're setting up the garage together. Yeah, and he's like setting up for this party like he fucking lives there. Yeah, well that's how he was. You know what I mean? Like you know how like a middle aged mom will just start like helping you do things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. Yeah. He was just like, okay, um, I'm getting this beer over here. I'm going to do this. And we're just like chatting. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, cool, cool, cool. Now these women show up and they they were not really interested in me whatsoever. They were yeah. just interested in making fun of me. Yeah. So they got to the front door mm-hmm. and the garage, which also faces the front, was open a crack. Yeah. So I ran into the house and I, it was started to get dark, I think, and I turned off all the lights. Yeah. Pretending like to these women that I didn't want them there. Yeah. You know, like, oh, no one's home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just started laughing at me and the house like, oh, of course, someone from the Y would live here. Wow. Yeah. And wow. They, they giggled, ran away, got in their cars and left. And I just remember Rob being like, fuck those bitches. Yeah. The fuck needs them? Yeah, you know, because I was kind of like, well, what the hell, you know? Yeah, yeah I was yeah. a little bot, not much, but a little bothered. And he was like, hey, fuck those girls. Yeah, uh, he said some other expletives. But- <laughs> <laughs> He's, I'm sure he did. Yeah, and I was just like, okay, this guy's awesome. Yeah, he he's an immediate confidence boost. Every time, he, every time, anytime a chick rejected me, which was like literally often, very, very often. <laughs> He would just be like, oh, fuck that bitch, dude. Yeah. Fuck that bitch. Uh-uh. No, there's another one, man. They're, yeah. And he's like, they're a dime a dozen. All set. Yep. All set. 
All set. All set. <laughs> Bitches are a dime a dozen, man. Get Put your head up. Get your uh, head up. Get back out there. You know what? We're going to the bar tonight. We'll run into some more. The confidence he exuded, it was amazing. <laughs> it was insane sometimes, yeah. and I loved it. Yeah. You could go out with him, and you would just be like, he's talking. No, Rob talked to that girl, and that girl, and that girl. He talked to that girl. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. he talked to and He's talking to her right now. Yeah. Like, and it was just like, you'd watch it, and you'd just be like, hmm, damn, goddamn. Yeah. I got a call from him a long time ago about just coming to pick him up from a bar. And I, I was like, all right, man, I'll be there, because I live around the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, and he knew that, so I, I was like, sure, I get, I get there. And he's literally wandering the parking lot. <laughs> Oh God! Completely shit faced, drunk, just yeah. drunk, and yeah, just, yeah. just you know, we've all been there. Yeah. Oh my God, I've been there. Who hasn't been in a parking lot drunk? Yeah, exactly. And he's just wandering, like, and I think he was looking for his car. Oh God. Yeah. So I got there just in time, which I was pretty happy about. Uh, but and who knows who? I I, he, I don't think he was there with anybody else that we knew. No. That was him. He was so social, too. He knew so many people. Oh, my God. He, he could literally everybody. go to a bar alone and be like, oh, yeah, there's some friends of mine. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that's how he was, though. He was friend. Rob was friends with everybody. Yeah. You know, yeah. I don't know how else to, to put it. Uh, but speaking of 105, I remember um, <laughs> I remember our one roommate name starts with an L. And Rob ended up moving into 105. Yes. After we threw this person out. Yeah, his name was Leonard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even ashamed to say it. Yeah, well, I mean, he's a real real winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so Rob hadn't met him before. <laughs> okay. And, this is uh, interesting. And yeah. we hated him. Yeah. Well, we, not at first we didn't hate him. No. But he was definitely rubbing people the wrong way. I hated way. him from the beginning. Yeah, you, you did, because you could smell a rotten fish from a thousand miles away. Correct. And you spotted him, and you're like, something's wrong with this one. Yeah. I don't like it. Yeah. And I was a bit more willing to forgive and be like, yeah, he's all right. You know, he's a little weird, but yeah, yeah, it's fine. And you were like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. From the beginning. (laughs) I ended up being right. Yeah. Um, But so so we're having a party. Okay. And we're having a good time. And uh, two two of the girls are sitting on the couch. And this is the dirty, nasty sectional. Yes. You remember this. So they're sitting there and they're like. Hey guys! Uh, oh no, 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 no! It's reversed. He was telling the girls kiss. He's telling the girls make out. Yeah, this Leonard guy. Yeah, not Rob. Rob was on the other side of the garage. Right. I remember this clearly. He's on the other side of the garage, and we're partying. Now, I mean, Rob was a fixture at our house probably two, three, four times a week. Rob was at our house. By the way, the sectional when it came into the house was not dirty or nasty. We made it that way. <laughs> yes, we did. Um, so. So Rob's on the other side of the garage, and and I'm over there with Leonard, and there's the two girls sitting on the on the, on the couch, and um, he's like kiss kiss to the two girls. You sh- you should make out. We want to watch you make out. And then you know I'm just kind of standing there, and he like kind of flicks me my my shoulder, and he's like, hey, Rock, you want to see these two girls make out? And I was like, I'm I'm indifferent. I mean, but I'm you, not. The, the other thing is that you knew those girls too. Yeah, well, yeah. And so I, it wasn't like you're like, no, I want to see strangers kiss. I don't want to see these two kiss. Exactly, exactly. So I like, I was like, eh, you know, I, whatever. Yeah. Sure, if they do, great. If they don't, I'm, I'll, I'll live. <laughs> and so the girls, knowing who they are, right. were like, well, why don't you guys kiss? Right. And then we'll kiss. And I'm like, I'm not fucking kissing oh, him. I'm, like, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not kissing anyone. No. I wouldn't kiss him with your uh, mouth. Exactly. Now, oh my God. now uh, 
Enter Rob. Rob starts walking over. Yeah. You know, and he didn't have, Rob didn't have any idea what was going on, you know, because he was on the other side of the garage. So he walks over. The garage is about three miles long. (laughs) So so he walks over and uh, Leonard goes, what if I kiss him? (laughs) <laughs> pointing at Rob and all I thought to myself was this is not going to end well <laughs> and Leonard goes right up to him and Rob was like he had the wall behind him and Leonard just goes right in for the kiss Rob grabbed the guy by his fucking shirt and cocked his fucking arm back like wow. he was going to sl- like just Ready to knock him. him right out yeah. and Rob didn't have any problem with gay people yeah. That wasn't the issue. The issue was a man comes in to kiss you. Yeah. It's rape. <laughs> exactly. And he was <laughs> he was prepped to defend himself. Yeah. So I like ran over and I like locked my arm with his arm, you know, just to yeah. Rob's and I was like, Don't hit him. He does he knows not what he does. <laughs> he knows yeah. not what he does. And Rob just got right into his face and was like, Motherfucker, I don't know you. Yeah. And I don't know you like that. Yeah. So don't ever get into my fucking oh, face again funny. because that's the shit that's gonna happen. And my only regret, Dan, I should have let you're, 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 I yeah. should have let Rob knock that just guy's fucking up. teeth out yeah, because you, he would have knocked him right out. Yeah. And I would have I've seen Rob knock someone out. I've like literally watched Rob knock somebody out before. Yeah. And it would have been great to see it again. I you know, I should have let him do it. <sighs> Should have let him do it, but oh my god, there's so many stories, so so many stories. I gotta, I actually wrote a list here. I'll just tell one more. Go no, please. I want you to. Living with Rob, um, living with anybody really, it's it can be challenging. It can be interesting. Of course, of course, because it, it's somebody that isn't you, um, it's it's tough. Like, why do they do things like this? Of course, of course. Uh, so Rob. And I shared uh, a different townhouse together where uh, both bedrooms were on the, the second floor. And Is that Greenleaf? Yes. Yeah. And I had just begun to date my current wife. <clears throat> now, Rob was uh, working at a well-known seafood uh, establishment. Yes. Franchise. Uh, yeah, I remember. <clears throat> and uh, he would make friends with the other white staff. Easily, the other white staff. Wait. I ever, I never knew Rob to be a racist. Rob no. was never a racist. <laughs> the other white staff. Wait, staff. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, I misheard you. Wait, yeah. staff. You hear what you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, a lot of females too. He brought one yeah. back, and this was, you know, when the thing is about being a man, when you have a one track mind about something, all the other details go by the wayside. So if you if you're trying to get laid. <laughs> oh god! A detail about a girl having a kid or not being able to find a babysitter <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. You know. Oh my gosh! So I'm upstairs with with my female friend, and I had just gone to the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was walking back into my bedroom, and the hallway you can look directly into his room. Yeah, I remember because that used to be my room right. when I lived there. He left the door open. <laughs> it was completely dark, so the light of the TV or uh, DVD that they had just put on, yeah, 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 was glowing and kind of lighting up the room in that way. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't see who was on the bed, but you could tell that you know he had a girl in there. Yeah. Well, it was Rob. Rob yeah. was very, very popular with the ladies. He was. He was very popular. He knew what he's doing. <laughs> so, he definitely knew what he was doing. Uh. I look down the hallway and I, I can see the scene and look, look sitting right on the floor was a baby in a carrier. 
<laughs> I, I shit you not. Oh my god! In a carrier, like. Oh my god! Like this girl's like, I don't care. It's been so long. I I just gotta get laid, and I like this guy. I don't have a babysitter. I'll just bring the the baby. Won't know what's going on. Oh yeah, it's a baby. So, the, but it was. I swear, it was like two in the morning. Oh my god! And I'm looking down the hall, like, what the fuck? And I, there's a baby out yeah, there. Yeah, I go. I say to my, get out here. Do you see this? <laughs> is this baby? Is that a fucking baby? <laughs> is that a fucking baby? Oh my god! Because oh. in a bachelor pad. Yeah, that's no the babies. last thing you. There, no, there's no babies. In no babies. You don't there. bring a fucking baby. Not only because it kills, pad. it kills the mood. Yeah. but it's just unsafe. Do you think? Do you? <laughs> it's very unsafe. Now, do you think Rob knew that the baby was there, or do you think she kind of like because it was outside the door? I'm just curious. I guarantee you, in my opinion, through text messaging, because that existed back then, she said to him, I don't know, I can't find a babysitter tonight. He was like, it's fine. Yeah, that's true. I mean, Rob was always good with kids, right? <laughs> yeah. He <It> was. <laughs> I mean, our house was clean. It wasn't like a fucking death trap or anything. Very so true. It was certainly baby safe. but Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just... Oh my god! The things that you get when you live with somebody; those are the things you see, and you go, "All right, man." <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! Um, getting blown up over here for some reason today. Um, anyway, that's funny. That's yeah. some funny shit. Um, I want to talk about the bar, the famous bar brawl, uh, the bar brawl at Pelly's. All right, let me let me just start off by saying why I wasn't there. Oh yeah, which involves Rob too. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's a separate story, that's, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Okay, really quickly, very briefly. No, no, I want you to do this and involve. You sure? Well, it's a story about Rob. That's why we're here today. I guess so. Yeah. So please go ahead. All right. And so you, another. By the way, I gotta say this before yeah. you start: is Rob was coming on the show today to defend his honor. That it wasn't his fault that what okay, happened. Okay, uh, fair happened. enough. Fair and, enough. I, and you know what? If he was here, you know what I want you to do right you know, now? My entire life is blaming other people for my problems. Exactly. But if Rob was here today, he would be arguing with you right now. And he told me flat out, I'm I'm going to face Dan. Okay. <laughs> what happened. And it wasn't my fault. And I laughed so hard when he told me that. So if he okay. was here, what? go ahead. All right. So we're throwing a big party. And, Again at 105. Yeah, and um, somebody, friend of a friend of a friend, knows a girl who was a Buffalo Jill. Oh boy, and she was an attractive woman. Okay, I mean, yeah. So she comes on, she comes into the party, and we're all partying. And I have a liter and a half, a handle, if you will, uh, or a handle, a meg-sized, um, bottle of Southern Comfort, uh, straight. And I'm drinking that for the night. I'd say this is my drink of choice. And I'm trying to get this Buffalo Jill and some other people just to do some shots. Mm. Trying to loosen up the party a little. I'm a single guy. You're also pouring it into people's beers. Well, that as the night went on, yes. So I, I began to get a little loosey-goosey with it. A little? Just, <laughs> just kind of pouring it into people's beer when they weren't looking. I, I would ask them nicely. And if they said no, I would do it anyway. I remember because you, know? you did it to me and, um, <laughs> a couple times. Those were the blackout kind of days, and great days. Josh and I also like to wrestle. Oh. <laughs> so, I swear to God, this Buffalo Jill started actually talking to me. We did some shots together. I'm not kidding. 
We did shots together. I believe you. I'm sure it ended at that point, though, too. Yeah. <laughs> because that's when Josh and I started wrestling. Yeah. And in that wrestling match, I broke my cell phone or lost it or something. But I blacked out in that wrestling match. And I remember waking up, still fighting him. <laughs> and you woke, you woke up fighting him. Well, I remember like all of a sudden being conscious and like I had lost the fight because I was like <laughs> inside of a recycling bin and Josh was outside. Yeah. And so I started chasing him and that's when I saw the Buffalo Jill sitting on the curb waiting to get picked up. Oh, yeah. So was I was like, oh, that's fucking over. So I continued to try and fight Josh, but in doing so, I was helping him get onto the roof. Let's yeah, get on the roof. I want to make uh, just to interject here. She yeah. was leaving because everything got crazy after how drunk you got, and yeah. then started trying to fight Josh. For sure, she felt uncomfortable and wanted to leave. Of course, moving forward, Josh gets on the roof. I chase after him. <laughs> this is this is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. And our other friend tries to get on as well. And I forgot this detail. Apparently, I was trying to kick him off of the roof. Freddie, yeah, Fred fries. Freddy Fries. And but I allow him on. We all three of us get up there. Yeah. The back side of the roof is actually two stories high. Yes, yes, it is. So we begin peeing onto the neighbor's concrete slab of patio. Which contained all their patio furniture that her, you urinated on. Yes. All three of us peeing over onto their stuff. Yep. And then I realized I'm like swaying back and forth. Yeah. On the edge of this roof. And I'm like, uh, we should get down. I actually had that moment of realization. This is dangerous. Let's go. Yeah. So come on, guys. So we got to the other edge of the, the roof, which hangs about six feet off the ground. Uh, it's a very low hanging roof. It's the edge of the garage. Yep. And uh, it was kind of like, well, how the fuck are we going to get down? It's still kind of a long jump. I mean, six feet straight up. I mean, if you think about it, you got to land just right. Yes, you do. So. Especially in this case. There's two other people still on the roof. I decide to go first. Right? Yeah. I sit down with my legs dangling over the corner. And I gather people. Now people are like, well, how are we going to do that? My other friend, Jay, yep. comes up and says, well, let's just grab your feet and we'll kind of guide you down. Correct. Probably the worst idea. Maybe I should be blaming Jay. Maybe it was my idea. I don't know. I don't really remember. And then Rob was supposed to come up and grab my other foot. Yeah, and he did. And he... I thought he did. In my opinion, he had my foot, but he wasn't quite ready because I, I counted. And from your account, I I did not count fully, but in my head I did. You rolled off the roof like a sack of fucking potatoes. <laughs> no. And the roll, no, no, no. the roll was on Rob's side. So he was holding your 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 foot, and your foot went through his hands yeah. because you threw all of your weight on that side. <laughs> So my foot came straight down while Jay was able to hold my other foot. Yeah. And my foot came straight down and hit the ground and my fibula, the smaller, thinner bone on the backside of your leg, snapped in half. My whole foot was completely at a 90 degree angle hanging off to the left. I'm laying up against the side of my car. Jay's setting it back into place. People are screaming, barfing. Yeah, hysteria. There was a couple of the girls started crying. Yeah. Uh, well, your leg was at a ninety degree angle. Right. And mm-hmm. I remember everyone just being like, "Oh, oh, yeah, oh, god." <laughs> so I go to the emergency room. It turns into a whole thing. But I, to this day, like we were still talking about it. Like you know, I think it's because 
I didn't fully count, and Rob wasn't fully ready, so my foot went right through his hand. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, it doesn't really matter now. It's but, I'm just trying to blame everybody else. Like, it's there. You know, Josh got on the roof, you know. And yeah. Like, it's because Rob couldn't hold my foot. <laughs> yeah. I just think, I think it was funny that when Rob and I were talking about the show today that was supposed to happen today, he, one of the things he said immediately is, I'm confronting Dan about the roof. <laughs> yeah. like, you know, and to me, that's that's just great. So I'm glad we did yeah. get to well, talk so about I, it. Well, so I was in the hospital for about a week, right? Yep. I come back, and he's kind of sick. Like, he's he doesn't have the flu, but he's really just under the weather. Yeah, yeah. And he's sleeping on the couch. And I come in from the hospital with my mom. Yep. And I'm like, hey, dude, I'm going to need to stay on that couch. I can't even sleep in my own bed. Yeah. I'm wearing a, essentially what's called a soft cast. Yeah. Because I need to be able to do physical therapy on my foot, like stretching it back and forth. Yeah, yeah. And so it's really just a bunch of gauze and like bandages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very like if I touched it against anything, it was like excruciating. Yeah, horrible. I can't even imagine. So I kicked him off the couch and I was like, dude, I need to be down here. He went upstairs. Yeah. And like I didn't see him for a couple of days because he was just working so much. Yeah, that's when he was living there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, so I spent that time on the couch trying to recover, right? <clears throat> And yeah. then I eventually got a wheelchair so I could go to work and like kind of zoom around the halls easily. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But I did have crutches as well. Yeah. You guys decided, let's go to a local establishment oh, up right. by the beach. Yep. And, and I was like, you know what? It's kind of douchebag ridden in addition to the fact that I have a cast and crutches. Yeah. And or a wheelchair, and I don't I don't want to be in a douchebag ridden bar like this. Like I, yeah. I think I ended up going to the pub at one point like yeah. that. But that's a much lower key place. Yeah, it's a very low key. You can't go into Pelican's Nest with a fucking wheelchair. You can't. You just can't do it. And then their deck, their outdoor deck, their indoor area. Right. Or and the even, place was even in crutches deals. with a soft cast, like there's too many people around. Oh, you would have been fucked. I could have slipped on something. You like, could have just a bad idea. Rebroken it. So I, I actually declined. I was like, you guys are trying to get me to go. And I was like, nah, I just don't think it's a good idea. Yep. Yep. So I you guys go. Yeah. And what happens? Okay. So so Rob's wearing a bright colored shirt. I want to say it was like orange or okay, yellow ridiculous. or something. Just, it was a polo. It was loud. Rob always wore polos when we went out. Mm-hmm. And he always smelled of cologne. Oh, yeah. He always And his face was always freshly shaven. Shorn. He was every time if he didn't have a girlfriend at the time, he was in hunt mode. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck somebody tonight. <laughs> like, that would be like some I don't know who, but somebody's having sex with me tonight. Period. Yeah. And he prepped himself. He was like a man of war. You know, nice polo, freshly pressed, nice pair of shorts. You know what I mean? Like and the hair was just always fucking perfect, right? So I'm on the back deck with with Jay. Me and Jay are standing next to each other. And, you know, there's, like, the open area and the windows and that you can see out into the bar. Right. And then towards the entrance. Yes. And Rob's coming in the entrance at that exact moment that Jay and I are looking. So Jay's looking and he's pointing at Rob. Right. And he's like, look, that is a, that is a bright shirt. Like, something along those lines. He, right, he was saying, right, like, right, right, right. That is a bright shirt. Yeah. And we, we're chuckling, you know, we're laughing. And we're like, well, let's make sure he sees us. You know, we're pointing. And, and mostly Jay's doing a lot of the pointing and, and like, laughing about the, about how bright the shirt is. Yeah. It was like a bright orange or something like that. Just a fucking, like, you burn your retinas bright. Sure. 
and uh, safety uh, orange, <laughs> safety orange. Yeah, or maybe it was like patrol? a yellow or something like that. Anyway, it doesn't doesn't matter now. So little did we know, in between me and Jay and Rob, mm-hmm. of whom we were looking at, there was a guy who wishes he was Eminem. Okay. Um. He so he was a white guy who like tried to embody everything of the street that yeah. he was super tough. He was really a scraggly piece of shit. And right. I hope the guy died. I hope that guy died. Like it makes me sad because wow. good people die. And this people, these people like this get to walk the earth. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's the truth. The guy gets right up in Jay's face. Fuck you laughing at and pointing at me for son, blah, 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 son. I'm fucking. So Jay in a typical Jay fashion, just literally starts openly laughing at this guy. Like the guy's in Jay's face and Jay's literally just laughing at him. Yeah. Just laughing. Well, that's how Jake handles confrontation. He laughs. He's like, you're being an asshole. So he just laughs. Exactly. And Jay could have beat the living, like the living daylights out of this guy. If, if Jay becomes untethered. So the, what really happened with Jay is that he was being held back by someone. I don't know. Yeah. If, if I don't know who was there. With yeah. Him. Yeah. But people were holding him back because his brother was being attacked. Correct. Somebody he was. Hit I his was brother. watching. He had a fucking golf ball the size on the side of his head. Yeah. From getting and punched. I believe Jay was like starting to lose it, like getting really pissed. And yes. Like, and he he's a little guy, but he's very strong. Well, he's built like a UFC fighter. Right. And and it, so I'm sure it took several people to keep him back. It did. It did. But yeah. But he didn't. Jay didn't never laid a finger on anybody there. That's the thing. I'm. I maybe. I'm, Positive. Well, I know Nick punched someone so hard they threw up. Yes. That was fun. Um, but anyway, to before so to, to kind of a testament to the, the the type of man Rob was, okay? All night this guy before the brawl actually happened, all night this guy was like putting a shoulder into Jay and like, you know, as he would walk by him or like really f- talk shit to his face, like, oh fuck you. And then, you know, Jay had his girl with him, so he's like, oh, fuck, I'm, I'm going to get I'm gonna get your fucking girl tonight. And Jay did the same thing every time. He would just laugh at him. You know, I don't even just think, like, okay. Yeah, they were even together yet. I think they were. Okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were together. Yeah. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so, she, so all night this is occurring, and then the guy starts doing the whole, like, wait till we get out in the parking lot, wait till we close, wait till this place closes, et cetera, et cetera. So Rob gets wind of this, oh. and Rob's very—he's very loyal when it comes to his friends. And protective, very protective. Yeah. And Rob finds out about hence this. tackling a car. Yeah, and we're all like, "Oh, this is not going to end well," <laughs> because you know, yeah. Rob's a fighter. He's a fighter. Yeah. And we've how many how many times we've we been to the bar where he got into a fight? You know, I many times. So we're like, okay, here we go. And I kind of talked to Rob. I'm like, Rob, let's just... And he goes, no, I got this. That's what he said to me. I got... And I never remember. He flashed me that Rob smile and said, I got this. So th- this douchebag, this piece of shit, yeah. was at, up at the bar. And Rob starts walking up to him. So now it's me, Rob, Jay, Josh, um, Nick. We're all behind Rob, right? And Rob goes up to the bar, goes right up to the guy and goes, hi, my name is Rob. Mm-hmm. And puts his hand out to shake his hand. Yes. 
And the guy kind of looked at him. And Rob goes, listen, some shit got said tonight. Some people said some shit to people. It's about to be closing time. Let me buy you a drink. And let's let everybody get to their cars and get to their home safely tonight. Everyone's kind of like fucking looking around. Like, yeah. Rob, Rob just, that was great. <laughs> that, was, like, that was Handled it the best he could have. That, yeah, that was <clears> the best. For sure. Well, the guy said, I quote, and we don't, we don't condone this language here at Critical Mass. Okay. He, uh, he said, what are you, a faggot trying to buy me a drink, you faggot? Wow. And Rob said, no, man, I'm just trying to make sure everybody, well, guess what? You're not getting home safe now and started getting in Rob's face and goes, in fact, why don't you come outside with me right now and I'll show you how much of a faggot you are, something like that. Yeah. And, well, that's that's all she wrote for Rob because uh, that's when the t- you could see Rob's face go from friendly to red to I'm going to I'm going to skull fuck you <laughs> in the in the in the parking lot. Right. So they start walking out and we're like, oh, shit. And but didn't this guy famously say, get some. He, and we was, we all had flip phone flip phone still and slapped his phone shut. Um, no, I, yeah, well, cause he called like some friends. He called his friends. So as we're all walking out, the guy pulls his phone out yeah. and goes, you know, Manuel and, uh, Larry and yeah. fucking whatever. Uh, I'm at Pelicans and shit's about to go down. Cause we were all going to go outside and just gang stomp this kid. Yeah. And, uh, we go outside and a van, like pulls a car or something pulls yeah. up and like dudes start rolling out of it. And that's when freaking Josh and Nick and Rob and they're just in fight mode. And I'm like, ah, and then security guard told me that I was too small to play with them. Really? Yeah. That's funny. That was embarrassing. Yeah, it probably was. It was very embarrassing. So I got to watch it from the side because the security guard wasn't going to let me do anything. I see you like purposely standing behind the security guard. Like, no, let me, let me go. And he's like, Dude, I'm not even holding you back. <laughs> no, he literally looked at me and said, stay here, little guy. You're going to get hurt. Okay. So every, every piece of virility I ever had as a man right. was gone at that moment. So I looked to my left and the little fucking white dude that was being a piece of shit. All right. Rob had him again. His famous move was to grab the, grab la- the shirt, the, the, lapel. Shirt, the lapel of the shirt. Yeah. Rob had him by the lapel and the guy goes to swing on him and Rob, pushes his head back and pushes the guy away from him and the guy misses twice. Yeah. And Rob pulls him towards him and just cracks him in the face and pushes him back, misses another punch. And then Rob just connects again and just fucking cracks the guy again. And I'm like, Holy shit. Like he just split the kid's face open. Like, the little piece of shit that was yeah. talking shit. Then I look over and Josh had hit somebody and then Nick hit someone so hard. They started Joe was vomiting. There. Joe was there. It was a fucking unholy mess. Yeah. From what I understand, uh, I guess somebody had come up and hit Joe from behind. Yeah. No, no, no. Josh, Josh from behind, which, which resulted in that big welt he had on the side of his face. No, no, no. Before that happened, I believe, Josh was square to like toe to toe with somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were fighting. Yeah. And Josh hit the guy. Yeah. And as soon as Josh hit the guy, like literally after Josh hit the guy in the face, yeah, he was like stunned and walked backwards. Yeah. And this is how Nick walks around pickles, and he just kind of like 
as he was telling me the story. He was sauntering through yeah, with a drink in his hand. he was sauntering through with a, with drink, a drink in his, in his hand. hand. Just and Now, this guy's like, he's been all over the world. Yeah. Now, he he watches this unfolds with his hands at his side, just kind of like, all right, all right. He sees Josh hit this guy in the face. Yeah. And then hits the same guy right in the side of the head. Yeah. And then that guy then just by he being hit twice so quickly just goes. Nick went and got his hat for him and handed yeah. the guy his hat back because the guy was wearing a hat. Yeah. So he's like, I think you need this, man. And like yeah. handed him his hat. He's like, you all right? Like asking the guy as yeah. he's vomiting. You OK? You going to be all right? What? So as that happened, Josh had just punched this guy. Someone came out of the blue and knocked Josh onto the ground, hit him in the side of the face and knocked him onto the ground. Yeah. Joe saw this. Now you think that that Rob was a fierce defender of the loved ones? Wait until wait until you do something to someone that Joe loves. Oh yeah, your insides will be torn out piece by piece. Yeah. So this Josh is knocked down to the ground. Yes. And some guys on, on top of him. That's where I got confused. Joe swings right over. I thought it was right Jay. Over. No, I thought it was Jay. Right. That's where I was confused. So Joe swings right Joe. over and begin like it's just this big massive person yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of Josh. Yeah. And Joe just begins to mercilessly punch the shit out of this guy's kidneys. Oh yeah, just he was just, just kidney punching just him. Fucking unloading on him like. To think, like, most people would be, like, trying to go for the head. Yeah. But I think they were between two cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Joe couldn't necessarily get to the guy's head easily. Yeah. So the next best thing to him was to think, like, an absolute trained Navy SEAL killer. Yeah. And make this guy piss blood for the next two weeks. Yeah, pretty much. And he, he I'm sure he succeeded. And he was just unwailing, just going at it yep. until a security guard just literally picked him up and said, no, 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 no. Yeah. So the issue was the way, the reason we all got to leave. Right. Was that the idiots that were brawling mm-hmm. hit the security guard. Right. And all the people we were with, the security guards came over, stepped back, and let the security guards do their job. Security guards are trying to break the fights up. Right. So, like, Josh put his hands up and walk away from security. Rob would yeah. do the same thing. Nick do the same thing. Well, when security came over to break up a situation, one of the other people swung on the security guard. Cops Big showed mistake. up, and that's when we we pretty much as a group, everyone, because they had corralled everyone over towards me at this point where, right. where I was, and I was like, guys, holy shit, you know, um, and they're they're like, you all of you get in your vehicles and get the fuck out of here, yeah, get out now, and the other guys don't really know what happened to them. They weren't so lucky, I would assume. We never swung on security. They did. Not that we, I didn't swing at anybody. I was fucking, you know, yeah. being detained because I apparently am not allowed to too little. fight anyone. Too fragile. Apparently. I've fought, I've been in fights before, but that was not a, that would not have been a good one. Long story short, we get home, we get to 105. I didn't live there at the time. Right. But you did. And we were, we were all in the garage. I remember one of my favorite things was said by Rob. He's sitting on the couch. He's. Knuckles are all kinds of fucked up. He's got a bag of peas or some other vegetable, something, some type of non-ice pack or mm-hmm. ice. It was like a, a food product that was frozen, was on his hands. And we're all in there. We're panting. Josh's face is all exploded from the fucking hit. Everything like that. <laughs> Rob just goes, well, that escalated quickly. We're <laughs> 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 right on Anchorman. Yeah. And uh, that, was a, that was a fun night. 
Yeah, just another reason why you have someone like Rob in your life because he's going to be there for you in any situation. Any situation, yeah. literally. Yeah. I mean, that was... A little bit of, of the way he was really was reflected in you when I was dressed up in that bunny suit that one night. Because, oh, that's right. Because as Josh, Jay, and Joe ran like scared little girls away, I was being circled by anywhere between 6 and 12 fully grown men. Yeah. And well, I used a misdirect. <laughs> yeah. And you, as I was peeing, yeah, you came out and said, no, 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 no. It's, he's not the guy. You want somebody else. Blah, 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 blah. You literally, in the face of all these men, puffed out your chest. I did. Like, like uh, you know, those little lizards that do that? <laughs> yeah. Like that. I was channel- in my defense. I was channeling Rob. Yeah. If that if 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 that could be anything, I was yeah. definitely channeling him. And I the, told the Detmans use the excuse like we're getting the car ready. <laughs> sure you were, you assholes. Well, my idea was simple, and it was a lie. <laughs> but I said there's another guy in a bunny suit in right. there, not him. <laughs> and you were drunk. Yeah. And you were peeing, and you turned around. They had gone. And you you looked at me and go, "There's another guy in the bunny suit in there." <laughs> I said, no, there's not. Run. (laughs) I mean, that was, that was was just a very Rob moment for you. It's like in, in times of stress, it's fight or flight. Uh, Exactly. And you were just there. I just, that's the only thing I think of to do because there was no way I was going to win that. (laughs) No Uh, way. But I mean, what can be said? Uh, What can be said? So what we're going to do is we're going to take another break. Okay. Um, we're going to come back. I would like to just, just have a final thought, get into our fuck yous, and uh, we'll go ahead and wrap the show up today. Sounds good. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, enjoy our sponsors, and we will be right back. Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast, as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com, because everything starts at 8 o'clock. All right, folks, thanks for sticking with us. We're back. And um, we're going to get uh, real to the meat of this this podcast. Yeah. Some good stuff here. Yeah, we, I mean, I thought we already did that. No, that was the appetizer. Oh. This is the fucking main course, and it is delicious. Mm, yes. Okay. So um, I just wanted to, uh, kind of some final thoughts about... about... <laughs> Just gotta move your mic arm now and make a bunch of sounds. Final thoughts. Final thoughts. Uh, da- just about about Rob, I guess, and this whole thing. Can you? Do you mind going first? Sure. Then, um, you know. Well, f- one, Rob, if it is possible, and I don't know, but if it is possible that you can hear us, yep. Uh, I think you'll always be our number one fan. Yep. And I think we were honored that that was a fact. Um, yeah. When I first heard that, it uh, really warmed my heart. Yep. To know that not only did someone actually care that much about our show, yeah. but but that it was someone that we also cared about a lot as well. Um, so, yep. just a, my condolences to you and your family. I, obviously, I wish things could have ended up differently. Yeah, as does everyone. But um, we miss you, and you know what? I'm sure if it's possible, we'll see each other again. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I, I certainly hope so. And I think one of the things that warmed me the most, along what you said about him being 
our number one fan mm-hmm. was uh, when he said that it helped him listening yeah. to us. Um, he felt that he was in the room with us again. Um, and that helped him through part of his recovery. Yeah. Not obviously he, he would make fun of me and say, you know, you're not the reason I'm getting <laughs> recovering, <laughs> but, um, hearing you and Dan's voice, these two uh, idiots talking to each other, making fun of one another. Exactly. I mean, that's what all of us do. Exactly. And you know, he said he used to, he used to be part of that with yeah, us. Absolutely. And by listening to our show, he, he fell closer to us again and it helped him even a little bit. Right. Through what it was that he was going through. And that meant a lot to me. Um, couple things for my final thought, and then we'll get into our fuck yous. Yeah. Um, Rob wanted, this is what he wanted on the show, so I'm doing that in honor of him. Um, he wanted to endorse uh, Bill and Bob's recovery. Um, it, he Bill said, and Bob's? Bill and Bob's recovery. I looked them up online. Okay. Um, and they have, it's in the city. Okay. Um, and he said it's a great place. Um, so if you are struggling with addiction or know somebody that is, or know exactly, thank you. Or know someone that is, um, Rob highly suggested this place as it, it helped him. That's uh, bill and Bob's recovery, a quick Google search, bill and Bob's recovery, Rochester. Um, we'll get you their information. It's all there. Um, I did a, like I said, I did a quick Google search. It was like, boom, right there. Okay. Um, so check them out. And he wanted to uh, he wanted to talk about YMCA locker rooms and and old men penises. <laughs> that was going to be his fuck you. Oh, that's great. Was going to be um, how he goes to the locker. He goes to the YMCA to work out. He would yeah. go to the Metro Y to work out. And he was telling me, dude, what the fuck, man? They they, they do just their old wrinkly balls and yeah. and cocks just just hanging out, hanging out, and then they're going to dry their leg. And I'm sitting on the bench, and they'll put their leg up, so like their their package, their old shriveled package is if like right ever in my there face. were a more unflattering thing to see, I mean, it's like, come on, exactly. So that was his fuck. Rob's yeah. fuck you was going to be that, and um, he he wanted to uh, do kind of. A Jeff Fox where the you know you're a redneck. He wanted to do you know you're an addict, ah. and he had uh, a few of them. And one of that's them, a great premise, right? Um, and he, I'm, I want everyone to know right now. I'm looking at notes that Rob wrote, so everything I'm looking at right now was written by him. Um, and <laughs> what he wrote, I'm just gonna do one of them. Is my fa- my favorite one he wrote, which I told him, I my sides were splitting. I was laughing so hard. He goes. You know you're an addict when you steal your friend's money for drugs and when your friend comes to you and says, hey, I, I had a $100 bill. I can't find it. The addict will actually help them look for the money. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know where it went. I'll help you look and you'll spend hours helping them look for it. Um, and that that's one of the that how you know you're an addict. That's great. He wanted to make this funny and I think that that is one one thing that was uh, was great about Rob that I'm gonna miss the most was he could take a a super serious situation and and he would do his best to make it as funny as he could. He'd lighten the mood for sure. And uh, when his when his sister reached out to me and said that that he had passed, I um I. I texted him like f- 
four times. Just Rob, question mark. Please answer me. Because I kind of just didn't want to believe it. And when I finally did believe it later on that night, I actually texted him. I actually sent him a text. And I'd like to end and go into our fuck yous after I, after I read this. Um, I said, you son of a bitch. I loved you. And I'm going to miss you. You're never going to read this, but we're dedicating our show to you on Sunday. You were our biggest fan, and you were our good friend. I've known you for nearly 20 years, and I know we fell out of contact when things got rough. And maybe I'm always going to regret that. But wherever you are, please strive to be the best version of you, because I know that's what you were trying to do. And I'm sorry I wasn't there. But I didn't think that you wanted my help. I really wish you could have met my daughter. I loved you, man, you son of a bitch. And that was it. So, Rob, wherever you are, I uh, I hope to see you again. Wow, it's pretty rough there. Sorry. I just, I wanted, yeah. So, my condolences forever to his wonderful family. I hope they're listening. I hope they enjoyed the show. Yeah. Um, okay. Focused. Focused, Staying Dan. Positive. Dan, you're okay. You're okay. All right. <clears throat> All right. Let's get in the our, fuck you. The fuck yous. Let's get in our fuck yous. Well, um, gosh, what did Rob? Rob so Rob's fuck you was uh, old man balls. <laughs> old man balls. <laughs> That's very, that's very, that's very Rob. Jesus, we pay a membership to see this? Yes. uh, Yeah, my fuck you is to, uh, I'll call out the specific website, and this is not a joke, uh, funfanjerseys.com. Or funfansjerseys.com, something to that effect. There's nothing about that that sounds fun. Uh, It's just a cheap alternative place to get jerseys. Uh, football, uh, any sport jersey. Yeah. And I thought it was legitimate. Here's the problem. I gave them my credit card information, and I expected two jerseys in the mail. Okay. About a week later, I get a an email from the website saying, your card was declined, even though I had billions of dollars in the account. Uh, absolutely. And uh, I was like, oh, that's weird. So I said, well, everything should be fine with the bank. I have enough money in there. Just try to... Maybe I entered the information wrong. Yep. Happens. They said, no, it was declined again. Just send it Western Union. Mm, well, that sounded funny to me. That Yeah, never do that. So I called the bank. And yeah. they said, yeah, we declined it because we thought it looked weird. Oh. Yeah, I was like, well... A why? bank doing something for people? Yeah, they are like, well, it's from China, and we don't know who they are. I was like, okay, well, they wanted me to send Western Union. They go, well, that's kind of a red flag. Yeah, you, that's you sh- a huge You should cancel flag. your card. Yeah. Now, I was desperate for these jerseys, dude. The, the, the season's coming up. Oh. I wanted to have my other jerseys. And I was like, I don't want to have to go to this process again. I'd rather believe that they're a legit company that just isn't good at doing business. <laughs> They're probably not. So I emailed, called, called. I called this company 20 times. Yeah. 20. Yeah. It's a it's a 315 area code number that they give on the website. Yeah. Like, need help, call this number. Their answering machine simply says, the customer you're trying to reach can't answer the phone. 
That doesn't even make any sense. You're not trying to call a customer. Well, the person you're trying to reach. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It's like, that's your answering machine? It should be, welcome to Fun Fan Jerseys. For some reason, we're not here. Also, like a Fun Fan Jersey. Right. Nothing like that. I've emailed them, emailed, and nothing. So I just canceled the card. Yep. I had to take all the cash out of my account. All the money I might have because you can't use a card once you've canceled it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have to wait seven to ten business days. Jesus, you're so now sucks. I don't have I don't have the jerseys. All my money's in cash right now. So if you're listening, come you know beat me up and take my money. Of course, and, which I will do after the show. Right. And this company is a piece of shit. They they <laughs> maybe they sold some of my information. I don't know. They might have. So fuck it. And if you are an actual legitimate company, fun fan jerseys. Go fuck yourself. Your customer service is terrible. Who the hell doesn't answer a phone? Okay. Or at least have a, an answering machine. Because it's a scam. Yeah. It's a scam. Okay, so fuck them. So f- that was your fuck you. And I, it warranted. Pretty warranted. legitimate one. Yeah. My fuck you has to do... My fuck you is getting older. Yeah. That's my fuck you. Fuck. Getting older. Really? <laughs> really with this shit my legs hurt every day my back hurts yeah i i have a, i have a child well you have other reasons for your back problems yeah i mean i'm just a decrepit old man right um i have a child i have these things called responsibilities Ugh. 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 and accountability and accountability oh god you know i can't do stuff anymore and things Things continue to change mm-hmm. in not so nice ways. You lose people, you know. You, you, I, there's my child now screaming. If you can hear her, yeah, we can hear her clearly. <laughs> um, you, you know, getting older. You know, I guess growing older, but not growing up, as someone would say to me, is is kind of what I'm trying to to do. Um. Yeah, but uh, fuck you to to the to the changing of life. Fuck you to the inevitable. Fuck you to fate and fuck you to destiny. Um, because I want a shower beer. <laughs> remember, remember shower beer. I had one the other night. You did, dude. I took a bath and a shower with a beer. Man. I, you know what? I'm I sh- needed the bath for my legs because I just walked like 14 miles. Oh yeah, um, and my feet were swollen. Oh yes. But then I, you know, I washed all that off with a with a shower. Of course, I'm a grown man. Well, yeah. And but... then, uh, yeah, it was good. I just needed that beer. Well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? Of course. I mean, I missed, but I can't. You know, shower beer to me, it's like, oh my god, what? Yeah. I mean, it was, that. you try it once, it's, yeah, it's fun, but then, like, you know, you're like, all right, that's kind of dumb. But every, every now and then, you're just like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Every, I used to do it, like, every weekend, like, every Saturday morning at the beach house. And that was your one shower a week. Yeah, of course, absolutely. <laughs> um, and then you got your, um, you, you know, you got your, hang on, sorry, it's, uh, it's Billy's on his way. Billy's on his way, good. Good. Yep, I'm just giving him the address. Um, anywho, um, 
there's someone remember when um when you're single and you're young and you're freshly like, you're like a 21 20 you're under 25 yeah and sundays football sundays you'd wake up at like 11 mm-hmm. and like you would eat a breakfast and then we would go to uh, bathtub billy's or we'd go to like another bar and we would literally drink from noon until we couldn't feel feelings until, anymore yeah yeah, and would watch. We'd spend the whole day. We'd have, we would have brunch. We would yeah. have like a like a like an appetizer snack, and then we'd yeah. eat dinner. Yeah, at the same bar. We were there all day. We watched every single game. Now, my God, I wake up on Sundays to do the show. Yeah. After we're done with the show, I'm wiped for the day. I can't do anymore after this. I want to go to bed. I want to go back to bed, and I want to cry. Yeah. Getting older, man. Fuck it. You know, fuck you to getting older. And, and and moving up with life. So and fuck you, Google Maps, for not finding the fountain of youth already. Exactly. Exactly. So that's my fuck you. So I want to thank everyone for listening today. Um Thanks for sticking with it with us. Yeah. Um thanks for thanks for st- staying and listening. Um I know this was a rough episode. This was a tough episode. Um you know, I had someone actually say to you know, I'm going to address this. I, I, I was going to address this earlier. Someone says to me, oh, well, you're going to you're going to focus your episode on Rob's death because you want fucking people to pay attention to your show because you want to make money off of it. Can I can we Dan, if you could do me a favor, if you could tell me how much money we make doing this show. Hold on. Do you have a calculator? <laughs> I, let's talk about two, the billions we make. Wait, doing wait, wait, this show. How good are you at square roots? <laughs> I'm not good at square roots at all. We've we're definitely in the hole. And to be fair, yes, we would love to make money at this, and I'd love to. And maybe someday we will. But at this point of the game, it's it's more about spending the money because it's a craft of ours that we enjoy Correct. doing. Correct. Um, and it's an artistic mode. Yep. And if something inspires the way we feel, then we're going to talk about it, whether it's big or small. Exactly. This is big to um, us. And we're, we're talking about the guy that was literally going to be on the show today. Well, not only that, Dan, a, a close friend of both of ours right. for an extended number of years. Yeah. So, and if it draws attention to you or I, I'm not saying that's good or bad, but that's that does that's not the point. The point is that we're just expressing how we feel about a close friend of ours. Correct. And and fuck everybody else. Exactly. Like honestly, so if that was your train of thought, if that was something that you want to say, why don't you come over and say it to my face? I'm going right. to do it in a typical Rob fashion yeah. in honor of him. Come say it to my fucking face and I'll break your fucking teeth. Yeah. Because that's what he would have wanted. Now, yeah. um so thank you to uh Rob's family for allowing us to talk about him today for yeah. being cool about that. I really appreciate that. I know you guys. I've I've met you multiple, many, many times. Um, you're great people. Um, I've always, uh, you know, I don't know what else to say. You're you're great people, and thank you. And I can't imagine what it is that you're going through right now. I can't even imagine. Um, so thank you for that. Um. What's something that Rob would say? Like, what was what would be a good sign off that Rob would have? Um, all set, all set. All right, all set. But uh, I want just next week. Yeah, ne- real quick. Oh yeah, next week. I just want to shift gears to next week. 
Next week we are going to be doing a collab, the first ever collabacast or pod collaboration or collab. Well, this is how this is how folks know that we're legitimate. We have friends in the podcast world. Correct. Brewlist. Um, yes. they have many episodes. Uh, it's spelled B R E W E L I S T. Look them up on Facebook. That's B R E W E L I S T. Brewlist. They talk video games. And they talk beer. Uh, one, Jackie told me what the beer was. I don't remember. But the game we're talking about is Zelda the Ocarina of Time. Um, so please uh, stay tuned for that. We record that next week um, with our friends at Brewlist. Yes. Uh, Casey of Rock Connoisseur. If you haven't checked out Rock Connoisseur, check out Rock Connoisseur. Um, Casey's awesome. Um, and he's definitely been... Uh, small, uh, well, no, I don't want to say small. He's been a partial inspiration to me and in actually uh, doing things that I want to do that are artistic. Uh, furthermore, uh, he's been an invaluable resource when I have questions about GarageBand. Nude paintings. And the nude all paintings. Kinds, all kinds of things. Of course. So check us out next week on that. Um, Dan, anything to plug real quick? Because we're cutting this off. Nope. He's just shaking his head nope. in, in an angry way. So... Uh, <laughs> Everyone, thanks a lot for listening. Thank you for your support. Uh, Rob, wherever you are, we miss you. And this will be the first time I'm going to sign off without my sign-off. I'm going to sign off as the way I think Rob would sign off. Please do. All set. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.